Welcome to the podcast of JanetMichelle.com. Tune in and hear from women representing diverse business industries, sharing their glow up moments, imparting knowledge, and offering tips that support women in becoming the best version of themselves in life and business. This is a podcast you do not want to miss. Hello, beautiful people. It's Janet Michelle, your Black Investee. Here with me today is beauty and branding expert, Colleen Otero. This is a very special interview as it is the first in our new format at JanetMichelle.com. Colleen Otero is a celebrity hair and makeup artist, turned national women's empowerment influencer and CEO Chick Network founder. She is also the author of Brand Two Bucks, a no-nonsense guide to building a six-figure income. We first thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on with you. My name is Colleen Otero. I'm a beauty and branding expert, a mother of four and a bonus daughter, married for 18 years now. Now, I noticed that you were a celebrity hair and makeup artist um, that's now a national women's empowerment influencer. Can you walk the listeners through that shift for you? Like, what was that transition like? You know, I, I think it's it's never overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's definitely like trying to redirect a, a big big ship, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, just to kind of bring you a little bit into my world, right after I got out of high school, I went right into the beauty industry. It was something I did and loved to do from the time I was twelve. I, I started building my clientele. Wow. I was that little girl. <laughs> Like life events, you wow. know, like I'm gonna write my first 
book or mm-hmm. I got my first gig or I'm getting ready to or you know and and it just as you know our technology and, and our world has has really shifted because of social media because of reality TV yes. and I think a lot of a lot of jobs or new careers were shifted as a result of the internet that's a, a good point yes right so mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't a hard transition for someone to say, I see your work and I would love to be a part. And then they see how I run my businesses and they're like, can you help me? Mm-hmm. And so right now, a major portion of my life is spent building women entrepreneurs, building their brands. Um, my network, CEO Chicks, is, uh, it was birthed out of that. It was mm-hmm. born because of the need. Of, of women understanding what does it really mean to build a brand yes. and because I have a following you know does that mean that I, I really have a brand you know I, I, I have a comment or uh, a statement that building a brand should be your mission or it will be your mistake mm. and so we all Wait, run that run that back you know again I, mean? I like that run that back again <laughs> <laughs> Building your brand should be your mission or it will be a mistake. Mm. You know, so we have to set out to do things with intention, to do it with purpose. And so a lot of times because of social media, people can have this following and and all they're doing is getting likes. They're not sure how to necessarily monetize it, Mm -hmm. how to build a system that pays around it. I have another statement. You can have a brand and not a business. Mm. You know, so there's, uh, That's true. That <laughs> no lie detected. Okay. <laughs> Come on in here. No lie yeah. detected. That's so have true. A brand and not have a business because mm-hmm. you lack systems. Because um, you lack the discipline. You don't. You lack leadership. You're. You know. You lack the ability to pour into a team. Uh, I love John Maxwell. Uh, one of his leadership laws about the law of the lid that rates your leadership abilities, which we talk about a lot, especially at the top of the year in mm-hmm. our network, with that being able to make sure you're working on improving yourself and, mm. and growing yourself because you cannot take a team beyond where you yourself have gone. Right. And so your 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 maturity, your ability to just break barriers, your own barriers. That's mm-hmm. the good thing. You don't have to break anybody else's. But your ability to just be the best you every day, it, it, it really can impact the lives of other people around you. So uh, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. But the transition happens so naturally. You know what I mean? It's just like a mother that, you know, realizes she's pregnant and mm-hmm. as she's going along. It, it's growing, you know, as she's feeding herself. She, it's growing. And yes. you prepare because your life starts to make these shifts. And if you pay attention to the flow of your life and don't fight it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you go with it, uh, it, it really, you kind of go with that current. It, it'll bless you. It really will. And so uh, that that kind of is how it, I transitioned from beauty, which mm-hmm. I still do and get calls for gigs. And, and I just think it's so dope that I, I have to, that I'm like, you know, I'm going to be on set and I'm going to yeah. be here. I'm going to do makeup today. You know, because I said yes and I feel like it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, and to have that liberty 
uh, really, really is just a blessing. And I want to help women be able to, to just do that. You know, you can mm-hmm. do that. Everyone's not called to be a millionaire, but if you learn how to manage your money, then you can get more freedom over your time. Mm-hmm. And, and that is so you that's know? so important. I really like that. The part you said about paying attention to the shift, because Sometimes when you're so inundated with things, you you miss the cues and then you're wondering why you're spinning your wheels. Well, it was because you missed the cues. You know, your life is changing. It's yeah. shifting and you missed it. So being still and and like you said, paying attention so you can move with that shift. That is so important. That's that's that was a good that was a good point. That's really that's a good point. <laughs> I love nuggets. And, you know, that's a nugget. That, that was a nugget. Um, so you suffered some significant losses in 2008. You, sh- you share that. And during the recession, uh, you lost four properties, three cars, two businesses mm-hmm. and countless friends. How were you able to overcome uh, such dramatic losses? And do you approach friendships differently from that experience? Oh, absolutely. Being broke blessed me in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it taught me a, a lot of things about about my life, about how I selected friends, about, um, you know, the way to, to really allow time to show you who people are and when mm-hmm. you do see them to believe it. Um, and I think as a result of everything that we went through, I just came to the realization that more people love what you do for them Mm. versus love you. And it's our job to be able to really see who's who. And there comes times of testing where you pull back to really see who's who. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. You know, if people are only around for what you provide, then there's going to be times you have to stop providing that. If it, you know, to test the relationship to see if you're here for me or you're just only here for what I can can really provide. And, you know, both, both relationships are necessary. There's no problem with having a relationship where it's mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on the same page. You know, you, you're here because I'm, I'm able to do this for you. Uh, and I think a lot of times that's what I think breaks the heart and the spirits of so many people, especially with social media and being inundated with the, the likes and that's awesome. And, you know, how many people responded, what's the level of engagement and what this, you know, that we don't take those things to heart. We mm-hmm. have to be so very careful. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't mean that these people are really not your friends. That's the, that's the term in the Facebook culture. That's yes. the, your followers are, you know, that's the term that they have chosen in the social media world. And mm-hmm. we have to be so very careful to really still be able to define what that really means. Yes. Yes. It <laughs> to is be right. a friend and, mm-hmm. and, and, and a follower and, you know, so we have to be very careful uh, to make sure we're in a space that's sober and people around us that, that love us and are not, they're not just benefiting off of us. And I've seen it. I've seen people in circles where everyone is just at, you know, their beck and call. Everyone is there um, for the simple fact of where they're going. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it, it does. It really does happen. And so we do. I, and it's changed a lot. It has changed a lot in my approach to relationships. I have gotten so much better at just having transparent conversations and, mm. and letting people talk, you know, let people talk. 
Yes. I, I Once again, those are all good points. And definitely in how social media has influenced the way we approach friendships and people who are following us. Because in business, there you do, you know, there are business relationships and then there are genuine friendships. And those business relationships, right. sometimes people can conflate the two. And it's like, no, this is business. We just so happen, you know, vibe with each other. But... <laughs> This is business, you know. know, I I, I hear comments about, you know, when you see the post, be careful who's not clapping for you Mm -hmm. or people are thinking, you know, you have to know that if you you have a good friend that's not active on social media, you have to know that person to not, you, you know, stalk your life to see if that person responded or even acknowledged what you're doing mm-hmm. or, you know, like it, it's just got far. Right. You know? <laughs> It, it, it's like she was busy. Okay. She is not glued to her phone 24-7. <laughs> right. Correct. Yes. So, you know, it, I have seen it really, really um, take a toll on people's social life, you mm-hmm. know, as well, uh, where they will only befriend or want to really be with people that look a certain way. Yes, I've seen that. Seriously, I've seen I that. Have. Yes, and they are seriously just doing certain things um, for the gram. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, wow. And so we have to be very careful, uh, especially if you if you like relate. Listen, and I talk about this all the time. The number one currency, if you've seen any of my videos, is relationship currency. Mm. Because relationships have the ability to carry you into spaces, into places, into 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 territories, into great places. Um, if you know how to, you know, build proper relationships. And a lot of people do not. A lot of people do not. So I'm even, uh, we're having our upcoming uh, Dominate annual event in March and that's one of the number one things I want to talk about how to network how to build relationships understanding you know when something's mutually beneficial that your word is still your bond Um, you know it's so many different things I'm looking forward to to talking about because offline it's important that you can really do life I love offline offline. I, I, I gravitate towards the offline and you're right you really have a chance to cultivate those relationships offline and another thing is I noticed a trend where you know you heard a lot of um it's about partnerships it's about partnerships but sometimes in a rush to partner you're not forming an authentic relationship right it's like you're just you're just doing it because the buzzword is partnership but are you really taking the time, like you said, to cultivate a healthy business relationship or are you yeah, just so exactly. singular and focused because now the buzz thing or the end thing to do is partnership, you know? So that, that sounds like that's going to be a really good uh, component that it you're coming together. Yeah. That that it, it really is. We have, yes, yes. And you know, you have to look out for certain you know, keywords and certain things that people say and mm-hmm. because they will they will monitor you and try to find bait to enter into your heart. Mm. And so you have to guard your heart. You have to guard your heart with diligence. Mm-hmm. And so regardless of the things that they say to appeal to you, 
that does not mean that they are still the person you should connect with. You have to give it time. Yes. You want to see that. You want to meet that person several times. You want to see them around people they are familiar with and see how they conduct themselves. There's several things that I do that I'm going to like really go in on because it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Don't hold back. <laughs> like I, I'll have people say to me, "Hey, I want to collaborate with you," and what they're doing is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But their their version of collaboration is me signing up for to be a part of what they're doing. So mm-hmm. they have not yet described how it was mutually beneficial. You want, you're calling it collaboration, but you're telling me you want me to stop what I'm doing to, to do what you're doing. Right. How is that a collaboration? Mm-hmm. Right. Where, you know, and I like to say... To, you want me to take my resources and, right. and bring it to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no value. Yeah, there's, it's not value for value. And I think anytime a person approaches something, they need to understand that it has to be value for value. So it's, you know, it's an equal outcome for both parties and no party doesn't feel like they're not getting anything out, out of the deal, but they're putting in work, you know? So that, yeah, that is so important that it's true. You have to look at it. And like you said, listen to those keywords and what they're really, really seeking from you. So that's there another go. nugget. <laughs> that is another nugget. So what would you say, um, what would you say your biggest lesson out of all, out of all of this, what, what would your biggest lesson uh, be? Out of oh my up until, up until where you're at now. My biggest lesson, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really think that that is it. It's, it's knowing who you are mm. and knowing what it is that you carry and that you do not constantly, and I see this a lot and I've done it, but as I've gotten older, I realize I, you know, I have to really don't dim down or dumb down my myself, my gift, what mm-hmm. it is that I carry to make others feel comfortable, to make, to be accepted, you know, to, for, for those various purposes. So many times we'll over, you know, value someone else and undervalue ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be very confident and what it is that we are doing and then why we are doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to be so very confident about that because, you know, if you're not confident about your dream or confident about the thing that you were created to do and just understanding your gifts and how you're wired and, and the key that you possess, because we each have one. So what happens is you will literally end up, and I say it, I try to put it into a visual when I'm teaching yes. that you don't want to, you don't want to run a spoon campaign when you are truly called to be a knife. Look, look okay, let's run that one back. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yes. You're running a school campaign when you're designed to be a knife, which and they have. And the nugget in that is that they have different functions. Right. The spoon has a different function from the knife. 
So that from the fort, from the fort, from uh, yeah, the, from it, uh, you know, the, the entire the cup, the plate, everything has its role. Yes, and each one is needed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the table. Mm. Each one is needed at the table. Yes, but what what we do is. If if spooning is popular, <laughs> <laughs> then you gonna find us in the corner somewhere trying to smooth off our rough edges, uh-huh. trying to figure out mm. you know how we can get a bend it a little bit so we could you know mm-hmm. and then when it comes time you know to to really operate and to cut some stuff, mm-hmm. we have now. Not, we don't even know how to do that. You can't even, even do it. Even though that's what we were designed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you're so busy operating as something else, pretending to be, you've conditioned and, and made yourself be something that you're not. And so, wow, that you know, can't even be a fake dude. <laughs> and do what you was designed to do. Listen. That's, right. that's absolutely right. A word. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not easy. Mm-mm. It's not because mm. of the simple fact that from the minute we're born, sometimes yeah. it's, you know, our parents have this dream for us or society based on the demographic say, you know, well, you're called to be a thug or, you you know, you're big, so you're going to do football. Mm. So just, go, you know, so there's that coming into and it is so important and I do my best with my sons and my children Mm -hmm. to just observe what are they what are the things that come natural to them what are some of the things that they that flows like water like I have a son that can look at something and draw it wow do that from the time from the time he was two oh wow so he's had that gift he would say yes he does he would sometimes say Mommy, where is this with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. You know, he's particular. Yeah. yeah. He's particular about how things look. And mm-hmm. his other brothers could care less. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, each one has a different gift. I have a, one son that is the social king of every party. Everyone knows him at school. They know the brothers because of him, you know. And he's the one that's smiling and laughing and talking to strangers. And from the very time he was young, he brought joy into the room. Wow. You know, and so yes. we have to pay attention mm-hmm. to how our children are naturally wired. Mm-hmm. And stop trying to, if they're square, stop trying to make them round. Mm-hmm. If they're round, stop trying to make them rectangular. Mm-hmm. And so help them to say, you know what? These are the things you're great at. Yes. And these are the things yes. that you're not so good at. How about that? You know? That is so, and those are very good, uh, important points, especially with our kids, because sometimes um, as parents, we have a tendency to kind of push them in things that society maybe have determined that um, they are they should be doing. And to notice, to pick up on the talents that they have, I think it's so important and to nurture that and to make sure we're guiding them in the right direction. I believe it just saves them a lot of frustrations as they get older and they're not trying to fit a mold that wasn't designed for them to fit. So that was a really, a really, that's a really good point about that. Now you have managed to parlay your experiences into a book. Let's talk about this book, Uh, Brand to Books. (laughs) Would you mind sharing what the book is about and all that good stuff? Absolutely. It, 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 
it's a part of my journey of rebranding after losing everything and, and mm-hmm. just really going to the place of almost my origination, you know, mm. realizing that, you know, redirecting, like these are the things that, that's why I could talk about it just so freely. Like it, it, a lot of times we, it, what we have to do is get so clear on just who we are, yes. get so clear on our gifts, get so clear on how they work, mm-hmm. get so clear on, you know, what problems do they fix, you know? And so I really dive into that, into the book and broke it down into the five areas that we really need to be so aware of mm-hmm. and have a greater understanding of in order to have a a six-figure income in order to create a brand that has the ability to create a six-figure plus income. Yes. You know? And so it it is case studies. I've gone into uh, experiences. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's it's loaded. It's loaded. It's definitely questions in there to really get you to think and challenge yourself and, and write things down, identifying your own unique you know, just skill sets and abilities and who it is that you're targeting and why. And, you know, all that good stuff is in this book. Wow. It definitely, and can you share with um, the listeners, like, where can they purchase purchase it from? Um, where can they find it and that sort of thing? Because it definitely sounds like an investment. This is yeah, one, it, yeah. it's an investment is what it is. And so, you know, it's not for pleasure. It's an investment, something to take, and to use as a tool to help you go to that next level, which is, it's needed so much that is definitely needed. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brand to bucks.com. Brandtobucks.com. It's the title of the book. It's the domain of the book. It'll take you to the book. Okay. Amazon, brandtobucks.com. I'm sorry, brandtobucks on Amazon. So it, it, you know, you're going to definitely, enjoy it and it's one of those books that you don't rush through you know Mm -hmm. people that people that are quick readers will read through it only to go back Mm -hmm. you know and several people that have read it celebrity makeup artist kim lee Mm -hmm. um another vocal trainer larue howard they all are like this thing is like the bible of brand so many different things that they did not think of yes. that creates an impact that I, you know, I would love to share a few of them if we have time. Yes, there yes, are, we do. Mm-hmm. There are different things that we can do to really make sure that our bottom line, like we're not just out here doing living life for life. Yes. Are we? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not out here doing this for life. If you're, going to build a brand and you're going to have an audience, you know, you want to do something with them. You you want it to be fruitful. You want to make sure that you're able to monetize your brand. And that's what the entire book about. As I said, I talk about five different areas that really help your your bottom line. And I want to just touch on three of them. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, you got time. Your audience. Mm-hmm. I want to give you guys some amazing just nuggets because one is having a brand story so many people when I say what's your story what you know what why are you here why are you doing what you're doing if they say well I saw somebody or <laughs> or I, I uh you know I just thought it would be cool or you know there you gotta go a little bit deeper mm-hmm. your brand story makes it easy 
for people to quickly identify whether or not they need your product or your service. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like immediately. And if a client is confused, then they're not going to spend any money with you, right? So you have to be able to, as I have been saying this entire interview with you, is that you have to be able to identify the problem you fix mm-hmm. and, and build that story around it. You know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's very, it, it sounds simple and it is, but it is so true that less is more in this case, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I always tell people, think about why you buy what you buy, mm-hmm. why you shop where you shop, mm-hmm. why you travel where you travel. What is it that you see? You know, who did it? Who was it that you saw going there or driving that or wearing that? Yes. What, what made you want to make that decision? And so those are the strategies you have to implement when you're developing your brand story and, and what when it comes to life, what it will look like, right? Nice. Mm-hmm. The second thing is understanding the second thing is understanding your brand style. Mm-hmm. Because branding is more than a logo and it's yes. more than color. <laughs> it speaks to what the way you do what you do. Yes. Right? When I say your style, I'm mm-hmm. not I'm just saying like the way you move, mm-hmm. you know, the way you flow, the way you operate, mm-hmm. you know, it's what differentiates you from your competition. And that's what I try to tell people. You don't have to copy, you know, your, your competition and everything that they do or, or I understand it, it is perfect good business practice to pay attention to what's trending mm-hmm. and to see if it can flow with your current business model or, or your brand, if you can really incorporate it in there, but not just because someone's doing it, right? Because you yes. can waste your money. Yes. You, if we understand that the style is what we do, that that's the secret sauce, mm-hmm. then, I mean, I'm telling you, we're going to win, right? Yes. Have you ever seen, have you, I like to, give examples and, and, and paint a picture for people because have you ever seen the same outfit on two different people mm-hmm. but one made you want to buy it yep yep right <laughs> yep I've seen it's, it's it it's like your, your brand yes. your brand style is the same thing it's your secret sauce it's how you do what you do I like how that. you look when you do what you do right mm-hmm. it, it's what you bring uh, to your brand that makes it so unique and so again, it goes back to identity and understanding just what makes you so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, the last thing I want to give you guys is the brand skills. And it's yet another way to increase your bottom line because you have to understand your method of getting results. Mm, right? That's and big. This is, this is isn't yes, it? That's, that, that's the big piece. That Yes. I'm how hush. many people have <laughs> started online boutiques and haven't made anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and so they don't know the method behind the, how, to, how to get a sale. They don't know the method behind clothing. They don't know the, the, maybe, it could be in so many different areas. That's why you have to make sure that you really, really have a, your own method and test it, right? So yes. really understanding your method of getting results mm-hmm. and, Right. And with your, with your brand determines your ability to then scale your business, yes, right? Yes. So if you're just getting up and, and you have no methodology or no system in place, you can't even tell me how you're making money. Mm-mm. 
And it's, more, most people like that don't even know where it's going. Mm-mm. No, it's it's right. I, I, one thing I had to learn was that um, I couldn't I couldn't any longer approach business as the, with the con- mindset of a consumer. Because when you do it with the mindset of a, a consumer, your actions are different. When I really, it sounds weird, but when I started approaching my business from with the mindset of a business person, I started to look at things totally different. My approach became totally different. It really did because there just were some things that I wasn't doing that I needed to be doing. And then got frustrated and it's like, wait, you're not even doing what you're supposed to be doing. So stop beating yourself up, change your mindset and then reattack it, you know? But that's so that that is a very important piece that, yes, you, you, you start a business, you do all of this stuff, but you're not even accurately tracking your, you know, your expenses, your your growth or anything like that. So definitely. Yeah, because your your method and this is the last thing I put out there, why it's so important in short is because that method, we have to make sure it's consistent and duplicatable. Mm-hmm. And, and that's. That's what makes the difference between whether or not you are just like a solopreneur. You know what I mean? Someone that can just do your thing, make money at it. But that, that's the difference between whether or not an investor will say, you know what, we're going to take this to another level. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you get you get a financial increase or blessing and, and it's like, I'm, you're dumping all this money into this business. Are you going to see a return? Right. That is determined on if your methods and the skills that you are putting in play right now mm-hmm. can be taught to other people. Is there a system to this thing? so that we can break into another level of financial increase. We can go yet further because now we have a system and Mm -hmm. we can duplicate it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been, uh, I'll tell you, a lot of of nuggets uh, dropped in here. So I hope the listeners definitely uh, will take notes and, and write this stuff down, purchase the book. Um, because there's just a lot of things that kind of, it sounds like it helps you really fill in those gaps. And I'm, and we need that so much now, as many of us are stepping into the world of entrepreneurship, but we don't have a blueprint. Nobody before us ever did it, you know, so we're, we're figuring out how to do it along the way, but we can't keep building the plane in the air. <laughs> that might work for some organizations, but <laughs> as an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need a little stuff exactly. a little bit more concrete spelled out for you. Um, so, right. Colleen, where can they, uh, where can the listeners find you on social media? Absolutely. You can follow me at my women empowerment, my network for just amazing women in business at CEO Chicks. And you can also check out my personal page at Colleen Otero, CEO, that's on Instagram, that's Facebook. Just go to ColleenOtero.com and it'll take you to everything. C-O-L-E-E-N-O-T-E-R-O.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And is there anything you wanted to uh, leave the listeners with uh, before you go? Oh, we. Oh, man. I, I, there's so much I could say. And I think I'm going to end it with how I started. Just to really reiterate that building your brand should be your mission or it will be a mistake. Oh, and that that's a nice way to cap it. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you so much um, for taking the time out of your schedule uh, to do this interview. Uh, it was a real treat and I'm sure the listeners will enjoy it. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Janet. Okay, you're welcome and take care. 
Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share what you loved or learned with us on Instagram at Janet Michelle blog. Stay in touch by joining our Glow Up Game mailing list at JanetMichelle.com.